0: Oh, uh, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you feeling? <laughs> I've been better, but I'm back to good enough that I can do the podcast again, so that's something. Good. Yeah. All right, hey everybody, welcome to an actual, fresh, recorded Chaos, The file Frontier, and Not Just Bank Show. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist, that guy over there, uh, Mr. Artie Vice. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. Yeah. And may I say the personal golden girl of this podcast. Um oh. Oh. Yeah, sad day for that, but you know, I figured we've got to put it out there somewhere. And uh, today we're going to be watching Star Trek Voyager Season 1, Episode 5, which is called Phage. And um, if I start coughing in the middle of the show, I will try and revert my microphone away from me. But it might happen, just so of my nose. Alrighty, uh, did you have anything you wanted to do before we get started?
1: Uh, no, I think uh, I'm ready if you are.
0: And we're gonna play in three, two, one, play. And we're gonna start off with Captain's log.
1: Oh, gosh darn it. What? It did the advertisement thing again. I was not ready. Like I thought, oh, can you pause it real quick?
2: Sorry.
0: Sure.
2: I forgot it does that.
0: It's just it's it's my fault. I made you wait too it's, long to record uh, stuff. So
1: Yeah, it's been a hot minute, so I kind of forgot. Yeah,
0: that's okay. fine. I'm at three seconds. <laughs> three seconds, okay. One second here. And... Okay, so I'm at three seconds. Okay, and, cool. Mom, uh, sync up with us. Go there and hit play in three, two, one, play. Boom. <sighs> 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 Yeah, no, it's like it's not as bad a cop as it has been for the last week, but it's still yeah. there, especially when I talk, so I gotta be careful about it. I get you. Never lost my sense of taste or smell, that was something.
1: Thank God.
0: Yeah. Oh, what the hell's going on here now?
1: Subtitle Oh, that's right, I forgot the subtitles are in black on this.
0: Yeah, you have weird subtitles. They work fine on my like anywhere I watch it, but for you, for those it's in black, I don't know why. It feels like a it feels like a got to be a thing about your like TV or something that's screwing up, and not the app, because it would make sense that it worked everywhere else for me.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we last left Voyager, they've been just sailing around the Delta Quadrant, and nobody back in the Federation gives a fuck. That gets it about covered. So this is kind of a big moment because this becomes very synonymous with Neelix, um, his kitchen, but this is where we first see it. (laughs) And um, just to give everybody a breakdown, if you don't know, if you're not watching along. Basically, he turned what was supposed to be uh, the captain's private dining room into a kitchen. So she's a little annoyed. I think this is also the first time we've seen that Neelix is going to be the cook. So um the b- basic setup of the episode is that they're going to um like a uh, uh I think they said a rogue planetoid so basically think of like Pluto uh because there's uh, what's it called Dilith- lithium? I think is what they say it's it's the stuff that powers their engines um that they need to make a warp reaction and it's something Neelix knew about so they're going to go and try and mine it from this planet.
2: Power your engine.
0: Yeah. It's one of those things that if you just watch Deep Space Nine and Next Generation they don't really talk about because it's never in Federation land. there's never any like um, scarcity of it. But when mm-hmm. they're flying around the Delta Quadrant they're constantly having to look for new new, new sources of it.
2: Ah. Uh. Ah, uh, yes. Geophysics.
0: Yep. I mean, it's a pretty boring episode. They pretty much spend most of it mining. So, you know, whatever. They, they, you know, they dig a hole, dig another hole.
2: <laughs>
1: I, like, I like how the, if that's like the actual hole, it. so it's literally just them actually like digging holes and nothing else.
0: See, look, there's one of those holes right there. Uh Uh-oh. That looks sinister. So I will say um, this is the first time in a while that I did... I looked up a bunch of information about the episode. I did not look up the date it premiered. Sometime in February of 95 if I'm guessing correctly.
1: Yes. I, I believe it said like February 6th or something
2: like that.
0: Yeah, because I know um, the last episode of uh, Deep Space Nine was January, very end of January or beginning of February one of the two. Mm. Actually, I think we had a weird... If, if this was February, I'll have to look it up. Because it might have been one of those times where for some reason Deep Space Nine was on. because I think the last one was like 14th. And if this was on the 6th, that means that this is before the episode of deep space time we just watched. Gotcha. It'd be weird if
1: they flip, Also, hey, well, while this is still happening, are you ready?
0: Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: This is Star Trek. <laughs>
0: i'm very i'm impressed i would applaud if i wasn't holding my phone to record
1: (laughs) that was Uh, that was that was 300 star wars doctor who
0: what One, I'm a little bit disappointed in us that it took us that long to remember the cantina music from the first Star Wars movie because that's, of course, what we should have been doing. Um, But two, I was actually going to give you a pass on this week and this is the week you figured something out. Good for you, buddy. Uh, Nice job. That shows me to underestimate your musical abilities.
1: glad that music degree came in handy
0: for something. Yeah. I mean, it also led you and I form me a friendship indirectly, so that's probably worth the money.
1: I wouldn't
2: count that as no, a good I thing.
0: I will not count that either. <sighs> so yeah, basically what's happening, just because the... the Just to get everybody up to date, they're going around the cavern and they keep reading the doliphium, but they—it should be a metal they can see in the rocks, and they—it's nowhere to be found, and they can't figure out why. There's a very specific reason why, which we will find out later. But that's what's happening. (laughs) And of course, the best way to look for something in a situation you don't know anything about is to wander around by yourself. I mean, that's what I do. Fair point. Interesting thing that I found out about this. We're going to meet an alien species in this that's called the Vidians. That's their name.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but they had a different name when they wrote the script. It was like the Vibians or Vabarans or something like that. And it was that was the name up until they had already shot stuff. So there's scenes in this where they had to go back in and loop the actor saying the DN instead of whatever the name was before.
2: Ah.
0: I would turn around, Neelix. Well, he's dead now. Yep, he's dead now. About time. It's actually a lot worse than death. So you don't have to go through all the technical babble the doctor's about to give him. Um, He's missing his lungs. And I don't know if you know this about most species. You need your lungs to breathe.
1: No, you don't.
0: By the way, in those, this is something else that we should talk about every once in a while. Remember how in, in um, college we would have arguments on Star Wars versus Star Trek if they had a war? There's a species in Star Trek that can take your lungs out of your body with a gun. Does that like yeah. swing it the other way at this point? No. No. Like you're a Jedi, you're going all fancy with your lightsaber, and then they shoot you with a gun that takes the lungs out of your body. No? No. Or your brain, heart, just pick an organ. They can just take it. Okay. (laughs) Never mind. Nah, it's fine. These are the obscure, like, references that I would try and make in these arguments back then. And now you're actually seeing them. So yeah, this actually, this whole episode um, came about in two parts. The original idea was actually to um, have uh, Tom Paris there lose his heart and uh, go through a bunch of different things. They actually changed it to Lund's because they, the guy that was writing it said it was less corny than, you know, a guy losing his heart. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was that they had just come up with the species um, the Vidians that were uh, organ stealers. So they put the two together. Ah. Yes, this is definitely a rock wall here. Definitely feels like rocks and nothing else. Actually, I also found it interesting that the reason that they switched it from Tom to Neelix is because at this point in the show, Neelix and Kess are the only it's the only real relationship that's been established, and mm-hmm. they wanted to show, well, Neelix is going through this. they want to show it affecting somebody else deeply. So this uh, was the relationship they had.
1: Gotcha, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I had thought about that. Yeah, it's true. At this point, if it had been Tom, like you could start a relationship, but nobody's that deeply caring about him. Not even Harry. They're not at the level of best friends. They're gonna be later. So, although when they do, that's just some intense episodes that get them to like really grow down <laughs> levels of friendship. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how long you can live without Lungs on Voyager while they have time to figure out what the fuck they're going to do for you. Yeah, the solution um and it was also a part of the original script is that they're gonna create holographic lungs. They're gonna use the same emitters that create the doctor and um create lungs for Neelix to use. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that was one of those moments where it's like, you could have probably just told him. You didn't have to slap him. <laughs> uh, good one. It was actually... <laughs> We're going to see it a lot throughout Watch and Voyager. There's actually a lot of experimental surgery done on Neelix. It's sort of like how O'Brien gets tortured every year on DS9. Neelix gets unnecessary or experimental surgery pretty much every year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes twice a year. I think before the end of the season, there's another episode where weird, freaky medical stuff happens to him. I just want you to know if he dies, I'm going to be all up in your DMs. All right, so we're going to save Neelix's life, in case anybody was curious.
2: I'm surprised.
0: Nice job pressing that button, Gary. You're going to earn that promotion in no time. Oh, so many gizzards and doodads. In case, like, in case the visuals isn't enough to show it, um, clearly the Vidians are kind of based on Dr. Frankenstein's monster. Like, it looks like his lab.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the whole stealing organs thing. I think somewhere in there there's a label that says Abby Normal. So that that's also good. what I did there. That was a young Frankenstein reference. Oh, I think actually they just discovered the whole the the lithium thing too. Um, the way that the the Vidian's powers or systems are powered is by lithium. Mm-hmm so they can read it in the comments. So that's what that was. Obviously that's not the most important thing anymore. I just thought I'd point out to everybody. <laughs> gotcha. It looks like an iron one. That's pretty fun.
2: Yes, so, one month probably be preferable.
0: Yeah. So basically, he can't move at all. Like they can project the ones exactly where he's laying, but if he moves, they're out of sync and they won't work. Hmm. So he gets to lay there and be a vegetable until they figure out something else. And they're probably not going to mention that throughout the rest of the episode at all. It's pretty much just your standard, white, you know, easy-to-do episode.
2: Pretty standard, yeah. Vroom! We're going <laughs> finished!
0: I'm a little bit ahead of you, but you just asked him to try and breathe normally. You know, like your lungs were actually your lungs and not just you know, bits <laughs> of light. I mean, I'm going to be stuck here for the rest of my life. Well, there. You well, know, that's a weird part of Star Trek and they and Voyager will talk about it a little bit. There's gonna come an episode way later on where Tom Paris actually gets a television because mm-hmm. he's, like, obsessed with the 20th century. Um, yeah. But the weird thing about Star Trek is Neelix is going to be stuck in the sickbay having a look at the ceiling, but they don't have things like we have, like TV to help him pass the time. They don't really have the entertainments to do that. If you can't move and go to the entertainment, there's not much to do, which I find fascinating when you think about That's it. That's weird. Yeah. Like, they have access to the television. Like I said, um, later on, he gets one replicated for him, and they just upload a bunch of TV programs into it. Of course, it's all stuff that's, like, in the public domain from, like, the, you know, 50s or whatever, but still, yeah. you know, it's, it's TV. Because apparently everything made after, like, 1960 was destroyed in World War Three, and so they don't have any of that stuff. It might still have I Love Lucy. That, that's encouraging. He did try to slide in her DMs while you were unconscious, you know, so I watched it happen. <laughs> Which is a little creepy because she is one. But also you're trying you're hitting that, so that's also creepy. I wonder how you figure out age of consent in the Federation.
1: Yeah, that's gotta be weird.
0: Cause let's see, like a Vulcan, they mate every seven years, but I'm trying to think of when the first time they mate is. I think it's like in their thirties. So before that, they would be considered a child, but could they still have a relationship with a human? I I really don't know. they never really dive into that.
2: Mm.
0: Somebody should write a book about fake species and how they, you know, work together sexually. (laughs) I don't think that's how I'm going to put it in my uh, proposal because I don't think people will actually... Like that itself. <laughs> she presses the button and accidentally takes the lungs out of like a crewman. So that that gun that phaser is the weapon that, you know, took Neelix's lungs. But what they're saying is that it's more than a gun. Um, I don't know if they get all of it, but basically it, it can shoot. It can teleport organs directly out of people's bodies. It's also more sophisticated medical scan than their tricorders can possibly be, mm. um, all in one. So they can just take whatever they need from anybody they come across. And again, you're a Jedi, you have a lightsaber, you go in for one of those attacks, boom, no kidneys.
1: I, mean, I feel like you're forgetting about the Force.
0: But, you know, I was as I was saying that about lungs earlier, I was like, I do know that there's that one technique from Kortor 2 where you can stop yourself from needing to breathe for days at a time if you've mastered it. yeah. So, Listen, I am just as obscurely obsessed with Star Wars as I am Star Trek. I understand the counter arguments to everything I'm saying. (laughs) That's one of my favorite lines. One of these days, I'm going to surprise you, Tuvok, but not today. Let's do something reckless. <laughs> Careful, there's a giant space worm inside that asteroid. There might also be Minox for all you know.
2: He's gonna
1: make it.
0: This is the end of Neelix as a character. He just got his kitchen.
1: Yeah. That's how you know they're, that's usually the sign they're gone. It's when they get the kitchen.
0: Yeah. And they just turn a mobile up for him. At least it's somewhere where the doctor can help you itch it. Imagine if it was like on your knee or something. By the way, if you're not watching it well, that was a very non sequitur, but I'm just going to leave that there for you. Well you are trapped in there. That's that's the whole point.
2: Yeah, that's that's definitely going to
1: have that's how they're going to keep your character for the for the whole show. Yep,
0: yep. <laughs> like that, I, that'd be hilarious if that was the logic he uses. No, well, seriously, we can't do this for every episode. You're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, try to calm down. People lose their lumps every day. It's fine.
1: It's a common
2: occurrence.
0: I'm going to be very. I can't
2: see what the doctor's
1: saying, but it seems inspirational.
0: Yeah, he's basically just telling him that uh, he needs to calm down and not put any additional stress on his lungs, which Mm. is now causing Neelix to freak out even more and starting to hyperventilate. Uh,. I'm actually very interested to see what you think of the um, species once we catch up to the people that did this to me. It looks like their reasons for doing stuff to them. Because they're not a purely evil species. Uh oh. Why is there always a hall of mirrors inside every asteroid? Okay, hear me out. Has anybody seen a movie from 1999 called The Mummy?
2: <laughs> never heard of it. Never.
0: Well, that movie perfectly encapsulates exactly what you do in this situation, so I will go and watch it really quickly. I feel like you just start firing randomly until you hit something. Uh, um, I don't know if you missed that joke because of the black writing Um, he just said I have no assistance and then Kes is like I thought Tom Paris was a he's like exactly I have no assistant I just like that he slammed Tom for no reason after he slapped him earlier This is the start of him being a, um, a little full of himself more often. she's basically just telling him that he uh, he had the brilliant idea to use the holographic ones to save his life, not some program. And one of his favorite things later on will always be like, oh, not that it would occur to any do- old doctor to do whatever he's doing, Get in uh-huh. there, quick. All our light bulbs went out on at once. So, the reason I brought up the mummy earlier, if you didn't figure that out, um, in the mummy they had—they uh, do that thing with the mirrors where you you know, tilt a mirror, it hits the sun, it yeah. goes down. and Yeah, that's basically how they're going to find the ship. They fire a low laser onto the wall, bounce around until it hits the ship. Mm. So I didn't just say that for no reason, I was giving people a clue. I'm smart. Okay.
2: Okay, now, wait, hold
0: on. So, I haven't heard from him in a few days, but it looks like on Wednesday it's going to most likely be um, you and I with DJ Madman watching Uncensored. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I think he's really looking forward to it. Um, you mean
2: something.
1: recording? To, you mean record uh, recording right. tomorrow, though?
0: Yeah, for us it'll be recording tomorrow. For them, they're going to hear it Wednesday. Okay. I was trying like to make sure. I was trying to be professional, broadcaster, and have an illusion of time.
1: No, we
2: don't do that <laughs> shit around here.
0: <laughs> Pretty much not. Yes, no not working. Planning on recording tomorrow. I have to still get a hold of them, but everything looks good last I talked to them, so cool. Yeah. You guys are ugly. Just, just straight up nasty ugly. So something really cool I heard about the scene or read about the scene is that uh, when Kate Mulgrew, who plays Janeway like heard the story of what's going on with the species it like
2: mm-hmm.
0: physically affect her like she couldn't get through parts of the scene without breaking down and it's part of how she sort of plays the scene yeah. but I'll, I'll give everybody a, once we actually watch it I'll give everybody a rundown of what, what's going on just bigger watch the scene, especially have the subtitles that work, you should be able to pick up on most of it.
2: Mm.
0: (laughs) I will point out really great makeup work on the species. uh So, um, yeah, basically their species has been inflicted by a disease that causes their bodies to deteriorate. It hits them sometime around childhood. And um, they've developed really great medical technology, but the disease never goes away. They can't eradicate it. What Mm -hmm. they can't do is replace dead tissue with other species, or what they did with Neelix. They took his lungs and put it in the body of that guy that's talking right now. So that also means they can't give Neelix his lungs back because he has them in in his body. Actually, I guess the phage um, is a real thing on Earth. It's a type of bacteria. I don't know if it does something similar where it kills um, cells or they just picked a name, but it is a real thing. So this is also another obviously big moment for Janeway because she has to make the choice. What does she do with these people? She can't lock them up and give them to the Federation. right? Her Federation doesn't believe in killing people. So she's going to let them go, but say, don't come near my crew again. By the way, not, every, not all the videos listen to that. We do see them plenty of other times. But because she um, like is gonna let them live, they're gonna see if they can do anything for Neelix. And um, let's just say a species that can take random organs from any species they find and turn them into working organs for themselves probably knows a thing or two about helping Neelix. No. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the reasons I liked them so much, because they are kind of not exact opposites, but where the Kazon are always like just a step behind Uh, Voyager as far as technology. The Vidians are one of those species that is better than Voyager, at least Mm. in one way. (laughs)
2: mm <laughs>
1: Wow, 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 wow,
0: wow, wow. He wishes he wasn't here. Oh, that was interesting, which I'd never noticed before. On the um subtitles, which you might not have be been able to see... When the doctor starts speaking, you know how um, sometimes they'll put up the character's name? Yeah. Um, he doesn't have a name, but what they put up was, I believe it said Zimmerman, which is the name of the guy that was supposed to have programmed the um, the hologram in the first place. Huh. I don't even know why you would do that, but I think that's what he just said. Yeah, basically the Vidians have the technology to take a lung from anybody that's in that room and turn it into something that the elves can use. So he's going to take one of uh, Kess's lungs. Hmm. Wow. It's a good thing that he almost died because I don't think May was going to let him keep his kitchen until this point. See, you shouldn't have been so whiny about it. We figure it out. You're fine. (laughs) Did you realize you have like five ones in there? Like, seriously, why do you people have so many lungs? Oh, yeah, that's the other important thing, because it becomes a big part of her character. Um, The doctor is going to start training Kess to be his assistant. So, And everyone that's happily ever after. Well, not really. They've still got to go about seventy thousand light years away to home.
1: I mean, that's a minor. That's 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 just minor. That's not a big deal.
0: Yep. But there's the end of that episode. Um. So, what did you think of the episode and the new species that I've already told you is coming back a bunch of times?
1: Fucking weird species.
0: Yeah. Really cool uh-huh. idea, to think about, though, because like.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, overall, the episode was pretty boring. If I can be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does
0: um, have a lot of like talking in it.
1: Yeah. yeah, but I mean, that being said, yeah, that 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 alien race is really uh, it's really something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not like the biggest, especially because they're not like I said, pure evil in any way. They, you can really understand mm-hmm. their motivations yeah Um, because their whole species is dying all the time
2: yeah um, no absolutely
0: yeah and future episodes because they show up in bigger numbers there's a lot more action to them but yeah that Mm -hmm. first episode it, it gets it's very much more about the philosophical you know what's going on and what they're about type of thing gotcha Oh, let's see here. So next week will be Season 3, Episode 16, which is, I don't even remember which episode this is, but it's a Ferengi-heavy episode because it's called right. Profit Motive. Uh, Zek, the Ferengi Grand Nagus, pays a visit to Deep Space Nine and moves into Quark's quarters where he takes on an important project. Um, if I remember correctly, this is definitely a comedy episode. Anytime you have the uh, Grand Magus comedy episode, um, this one has something to do with uh, the rules of acquisition. I, mm. think. I won't go into it too much more because there's a lot of different Zek episodes. I might be wrong. Um, I might be thinking of a later one, but we'll see. It's a, whatever. Um, yeah, so Wednesday will be... Uh, uncensored, and then uh, we'll get back to Chaos and Marineside. I'm assuming we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in AEW because we had to skip Chaos and Marineside thanks to me being sick. Uh, but I definitely want to talk about you know the fact that AEW is now the undisputed uh, leader in wrestling. See what I did there? With the- yeah. No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it, what it was, but Tony Schiavone did have like a this. Like, he said something like something was disputed or can't be disputed while they were on TV, and I thought that was really. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he said something like that. I was like, and these guys are good. That can't be disputed or something like that. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> nice. um, so, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit on, on Censored. But for, you know, Deep Dive, come back to Chaos and Wingside week after and then Wrestlemania 12 which I'm really excited to actually sit down and watch a Wrestlemania because somehow we've been doing this for more than a year and I don't think we've watched entire Wrestlemania all the way through have we mm, I don't think so Yeah, somehow we just haven't done it uh, but we're going to do Wrestlemania 12 first so there you go um, yeah other than that. thanks Derek Bowman for the theme song follow me on twitter at uh, Chris one you can also follow me on TikTok at Chris one I've started putting up stuff there, but it's mostly just stupid videos. Um, what I've been doing just for the fun of it is you know that scene in Family Guy? Um, I don't even remember which episode it is, but Meg and Chris go crazy and beat up a lunchroom full of people. Mm-hmm. I've been putting that scene to different wrestling theme songs and seeing how it goes. That's what I've been doing for the last few days, just to entertain myself. So, um, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I, under it, I put the name of the podcast. So hopefully, people will be looking at that and checking out our podcast. That's the whole idea. Um, but yeah, you can check me out there if you want. Um, follow the show at Cast Pod Show on Twitter. Other than that, uh, do you want to add anything about it before we go?
1: Uh, just, uh, you know, I hope everyone uh, has a great, uh, well, I guess it'll already be the new year when people see this, but I hope everyone had a great new year. And, uh, yeah, just keep uh, keep chiming in whenever you guys can. And, uh, you know, we always love to hear from people. So, please, please give us any sort of feedback.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah, I hope everybody had a great and safe New Year. Uh, I hope you enjoyed Water world because that did come out on December 31st. Um, and we'll see you on uh, Wednesday. Woo. All right, I'll say it. Deuces.